Welcome to the Coach's Preview Show. I'm Darren Joins, Williamson County Schools Athletic Director. I want to welcome our very special guest today, Coach Matt Kreisky. Coach, thanks for being here. Appreciate you having me on today. A little different setup today, uh, Coach, so no pressure on, on the two of us. There's only two of us today, yeah. so it's going to be a lot of talking for both of us. Probably won't get much from me, but we'll, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> well, and I do want to, you said you wanted to mention a, a shout-out to somebody that might be watching live right now. I hope John Wilde and uh, Jimmy McDowell are both watching and uh, critique us a little bit later on. I, I bet they will be. Yeah. <laughs> Coach, let's get right into it. Uh, obviously, you got a game with Smyrna this week. That's why we, we don't have another coach here. Um, and we're obviously not going to get the Smyrna folks on yeah. here. I mean, this is a Williamson County <laughs> yeah. show, man. We're not doing that. So we're going to talk everything Centennial football. Going to throw in some general athletics kind of questions for you. You guys may not know that uh, uh, Coach Kreisky also has duties yes. as an athletic director, which, by the way, some people might think you're just sitting around watching games. That's not the deal, is it? No, there's, there's, I was dealing with some things before I left school today. It's There's always something going on, something you got to do either – the athletic side or dealing with parents or, or administration just it, it keeps you busy I mean yeah. you know how it is and just there's always something needs to be done and taken care of absolutely all right let's talk about last week's game 49-21 opening season loss at Ravenwood uh, the Raptors started out quick strike to start the game Garcia to Mason uh, then on your first possession was that a three and out yes sir it's three and out and then they score and they're up 14 to nothing you're like two minutes into the game which is by the way was a complete opposite start from last, last year's year. Game. Yep. So sure. talk about that a little bit. Um, you know, first of all, I mean, Ravenwood's a really good team. Um, Coach Daniels and his staff do an, do an excellent job. Um, they've got, like I said in the paper last week, man, they've got it all. They've got the offensive line. They got the skilled kids. Um, they're big. Um, Garcia's and Mason, those two connecting, is unbelievable. There's times that, you know, I thought we had Mason, and of course. Uh, excuse me, Garcia, and, of course, he would scramble for 10 or 15 yards. Um, so, I mean, it's, I hope someone, you know, maybe someone in our league can slow them down, but uh, they're going to be tough to beat. Uh, Coach at Blackman, I'm real good friends with him. He's been calling me all week, bugging me about them. Um, I told him they're going to have a, it's going to be tough Friday for them. Maybe the best game in the state, really. Yes, yes. It's two top teams in the state, two top teams in 6A. Williams County, Rutherford County, um, you know, over here, you know, they always say Rutherford County is better than, than Williams County football, so we're all pull, pulling for uh, Ravenwood this week. Absolutely. Talk about this with their team, not to spend a lot of time on Ravenwood, but, you know, people will, I think, think sometimes incorrectly, we'll talk about the number of Division One players they yeah. have. They've got five or six legit Power Five guys, right? They do, and you, you can tell, you know, sometimes when you get – I mean, you know, being in coaching, you get too many of those, and then the egos start getting in the yeah. way. I did not see that Friday night. One thing that I was most impressed with watching watching their team and watching them is, man, how hard they were playing. Like I told my kids, if we ever want to get to that level, they wanted to win every play. Not just the game. They wanted to win, make sure they won every single play. And that, that was, as a coach to watch, wanting your team to get to that level and, and play play that like that, I mean, it's just it's good, and they're going to be tough to stop. Coach, this is your fifth year in the fourth league? Year. Fourth, fourth year. Fourth year, yes. Is, is that Ravenwood team, I mean, I know it's early in the season, the best team that you guys have played since you've been at Centennial? I, I would believe so. I, I can't, you know, I, there's, this is a great league. It's a tough league. My first year we were in 5A, and so these past three years, counting this year, you know, with 6A, and I, by far I think it, they have a complete package. Yeah. 
So let's talk about your team. So you're down 28 nothing, then you get the, the touchdown pass uh, from Grayson, Marcel, mm -hmm. to Eli Cornette. Ravenwood adds a score. It's 35-7 at the half. And for what you can share with us, Coach, yeah. what's that conversation like at halftime? Because really, for all in, not, not that you've given up, yeah. but for all intents and purposes, they've, they, they've got it pretty well in hand at that point. Yeah, I mean, you know, again, I'd spend too much time with them. You cannot spot a team like Ravenwood, you know, 28 points. Um, so, you know, big thing we talked about, facing adversity. How are we going to respond? How are we going to handle the second half? Are we going to quit and lay down? Or are we going to fight through it? Um, and I think the majority of our kids did, did fight through it and f finished the game out and did what we asked, asked them to do. Um, did, did you talk about let's try to win this half? Or let's try to let's look at it 0-0? Zero, zero. Yeah. Yeah, you know, we, all those things you do when you're behind? Yes, and, uh, you know, we, we talked about, you know, the big thing, let's compete. Because uh, you could easily say they could probably put 60 or 70 on us if, if we didn't come out and play the second half. We, we, we did, and we decided we wanted to play. Um, I think, you know, we, we got some young kids in certain key spots um, that I felt like early on they didn't know how to handle the atmosphere, didn't, didn't know how to, to handle. They hadn't been in a big game because you walk out, I don't care how many middle school, ninth grade, JV games you play, even if you're a junior, even if you're a senior, your first year starter, you're walking out and you got you see Ravenwood's crowd, you see our crowd. It's it one, it's it's unique. You know, it's it's a tough environment to play. You make one mistake. Uh, we had a couple kids that first year starters that, that kind of dropped their head. Um, they didn't respond well, and so that's why they were able to get on us as quick as they did. Um, you know, and like you said, our our first series, I think our first two series, we were three and out. Um, so it, it took us a quarter and a half before we, we settled down and started to play. Well, and you talked about Ravenwood trying to win every play, which to me makes that 14-14 mm -hmm. second half maybe even more impressive. Yes. They, didn't, they didn't call the dogs off, so to speak. They, they kept playing. Second half, 14-14, the Marcel to Kevin Townsell yes. uh, pass, and also the 80-yard touchdown round. T talk about Desmond Smith because you had him – sort of slated to be a wide receiver starting the year, and now you've moved him back to tailback. Talk about that. So Desmond has always played tailback. Um, in our offense, Coach Glover, his philosophy, he loves to throw the ball. He's pass-oriented, so we wanted to get him in a key spot to try to get him the ball more. You know, as, as coaches, you know, after evaluating and looking at some things, we moved Desmond back. Um, I believe it was a second scrimmage against Riverdale. Riverdale going into summit scrimmage. And the second half when we scrimmage Summit, and he, we basically just pounded the ball with him. He is a lot like Jarrell. He can two or three touches, you don't know. He, he may go one or two yards, and he may have the 80-yard run. He's a special young man, have, a young man has special talent. And that 80-yard run, you see him, they pretty much have him tackled, and he spins out of it and, you know, finishes the run. Um, for us to be successful this year, we got to get him the ball more, find more ways to get him the ball. Um, also, offensively, we had, we had, I think Grayson was 10 for 26, 10 for 27. We had a lot of drop passes. I'm talking about passes that hit our guys in the hand. And, again, like Eli Cornett, first year plays a junior, but he didn't start last year. Um, Cannon Plowman played a quarterback. Now he's playing a receiver. Um, Kevin played a little bit slot, but, but he was a mainly – he was a defensive starter. So we lost – majority of our team last year was the receiving core. Um, and so a lot of those guys, that was the first first real game, real test. You know, you can say, yeah, we had three scrimmages leading up. We tried to. That's game. not quite the same, though. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> you try to do a game like as much as possible, but the, the crowd, crowd, the yeah. atmosphere. Um, so, you know, hopefully, 
you saw towards the second half, they settled down. Grayson even settled down. Um, and, you know, we, we started playing better. So we're hoping this week um, we had a really good practice, a couple practices this week. So we're hoping, you know, one, my key has been we got to relax and have fun. Out of 100, 125 plays, 50 plays, whatever it's going to be, they're, they're not all going to be perfect. How are we going to handle when we mess up? Are we going to get our heads down or are we going to keep on grinding, keep on chopping and do the things that we're supposed to be doing? Did that second half – maybe make for those conversations be a little bit easier and yeah. makes you maybe a little bit more prepared to play smarter because really you had to feel pretty good about yourself going into the locker room after the game compared to the first half. You wanted to win, of course you yes. did. But that second half obviously was a little different story than, than the first half. It, it was, you know, and, and defensively we, we settled down uh, too. Um, so it wasn't just, you know, offense, not moving the ball. It was, it was pretty much all phases. Um, and then that was the key. And so I think the kids realized, man, if we would have started, if we would have played like this in the first half, it might have been different. Not saying we would have won, but it would have been a lot closer. We would have been in the ball game. You never know what would have happened. Um, so let me ask you this, Coach. The, with that game, Ravenwood, and let's be honest, that probably doesn't hurt you standing-wise because a lot of people are going to lose that yeah. game. They're probably just going to. Yeah. Is it, do you like to get that one out of the way? Not that you didn't think you could win it. Or would you have liked to say, let's play a couple other games before we get this one? How do you feel about playing them right off, off the bat now that it's over? Yeah. I mean, personally, I would love first two games, non-region game, then open up in, in region play. But it, it is what it is. <coughs> we did this, I guess it was three years ago. This is, I guess, when we did rescheduling. Coach Daniels is, was having a hard time finding mm -hmm. a game. So... You know, he wanted to move it. So, I mean, I, me selfishly, I wasn't going to say, yeah, let's do it. we got to do it. But it's way it all fell. That, uh, the pieces fell. So it is what it is. You got to be ready to play week one. Um, so now we got to bounce back. You know, we got Smyrna this week. Then we uh, have Ravenwood. So we, I mean, excuse me, have Independence. So we got to be ready for uh, Independence. You know, we can't start off 0-2 in the region. That's, that's, that's uh, tough to climb if that, if that happens. So talk, you, you mentioned that, and you talked about that a little bit at Media Day. You know, compare this to your job at Forest. Is it, is it tougher to schedule here? It is. It is. You know, us, we came off a 3-7 season, and you would think people would be calling us. We were calling people. I mean, I'm not going to say any names. We called numerous people. Oh, we don't want to play y'all. Well, we're coming off 3-7. I don't feel like we're going to be as good as we were two years ago, my first year here. We just – our kids are younger. We're just – I didn't realize it, but m bumping from 5A, 6A has been tough for us. I didn't think it would be, but it has been. Depth-wise, at Centennial, we average around 60, 65 kids on the varsity level. Um, Compared to what at Forest? Forest, I had 50, 50, 55. Um, so for a 6A team, I feel like our numbers are low. You look at Ravenwood, um, Brentwood, they average around 100-something kids. You know, um, and I think independence numbers are also higher. But that's just the population of school. I knew it going in when I took the job. Um, the numbers had always been pretty yeah, low. Yes, there hasn't, there hasn't been as high as, as other schools. So, um, you know, not going to make any excuses because I knew before I took the job that, that hadn't been an issue. Talk about if you've got 80 guys, though. What's that do for you practice-wise, game-wise, preparation-wise, having 80 guys versus 65 yeah. guys? It, it helps you with depth, depth issues. Um, you know, some are ones are playing scout teams. Some of our one, especially our one offensive line, you know, one to give us a, a good enough look that we need each week, they're having to play uh, scout O. Um, you know, and that's, that's tough. I, I, 
I seriously doubt it. Brentwood, I seriously doubt it. At Ravenwood, they're having to do those things. Um, so, you know, it's, it is what it is. Um, kids, are, we got great kids. They, they give us best effort each, in, each, each day. Um, so, you know, we, they're, they're doing the best they can. And, you know, hopefully, I feel like our biggest issue this year, if we can get, if we can get this win against Smyrna, give us some confidence going into the Independence game, um, it, it'll, it'll be great for us. Talk about this, and I know, obviously, you're, you're most concerned with the varsity level. But your freshman team yes. had a 35-0 yes. win against Ravenwood. I mean, that's got to be a, a, a huge confidence builder for them. It is. Um, and, again, you know, I was sitting here talking negative about numbers. This is the first year ever we've had 40-plus freshmen. I believe it's 42 freshmen. As so compared we, to what usually? We Last year we ended around 20. It's usually between 20 and 30. Wow. Um, so I think my first two years was 25. Um, and then last year dropped down to around 20, um, but 40. Um, you know, when we got 88 lockers sharing varsity and freshmen, so that's a that's a good problem to have. Absolutely, you know, that's a good problem to have. And one thing neat about this freshman class, they enjoy practicing, they enjoy competing. So as a coaching staff, you know, it's it's promising to see a, a young group like that, seeing them having fun, seeing them be successful. You know, it's, it's the future bright at Centennial. I can tell you're excited about that group, and we've talked about this a little bit. You want those guys to have confidence and play that freshman schedule, but let's let's talk about the reality of maybe some of those guys mm -hmm. moving up at some point this season to help you out. Yeah, we got actually we got three dressing with us right now, and, and I know we'll, we'll add as the season goes. Um, quarter, two, both quarterbacks, um, and you know Sam Cochran and Brendan Jones, uh, both unbelievable quarterbacks. I I'll be honest with you. <laughs> I'd hate to lose either one of them, but they could probably go to another school Both of, if we lost one of them and, and start. Um, um, but both of them are competitive. Sam also kicks, so when he's not in a quarterback, he, he's, he's kicking for us. Um, then we got uh, Xavion Haddix. Um, man, he, he looks like a junior. He does not look like a typical freshman. Uh, plays tailback and plays defensive end for us. So, and I could go on and on. The kids, it might get when they're juniors you know, even senior years, their junior senior years, that we may have our hopefully our numbers have grown and, and they're playing one way. We're having groups of just focusing on offense, focusing on defense, you know, and that's it's promising. Um, great group of parents. They're they're highly involved, those freshman parents. So it's it's real neat. Um, they've done different functions. because uh, one thing, you know, coming from middle school, we got a couple kids from Page we got a group from Page, a group from Freedom. Um, so usually you don't and see Freedom won that league last yes, year, right? Yes. So usually you don't see until like midway, maybe midway season or even after season, those kids really, you know, buying in and, and seeing what's going on. This group doing things and, and us getting them together early, um, you know, outside of football, it's kind of brought them together a little bit quicker than we have in the past. And um, so they're, they're a fun group. Um, so we're, like, like you said, you can tell I'm excited. You're very excited. Um, can't, can't wait to get, get them going in, in the off season and, and even seeing how they finish the year. That's great, Coach. Let's talk about this. Media Day, you know, I thought it was real interesting you said this. You were talking about Jariel and what he meant to you mm -hmm. guys, obviously. But then you also said something to the effect of, uh, you know, in a lot of ways it made us too obvious what we were doing. Yeah. Maybe we was too much dose of him some, yeah. and maybe this year it's going to be a little bit different. Although now you're telling me maybe Desmond's yeah. going to take on that role. But talk about that a little bit. I thought that was an interesting comment. Yeah. Um, you know, so last year everybody knew, but, you know, they're focused on, on Jariel. 
Um, so we're hoping this year with Eli, with Kevin, even Cannon, Johnny at the receiver spot, and then Dez, that there's just not one focus on, on, on one player that we can spread the ball around and make the defensives well, they've, they've got a game plan for, for everyone and not solely just, just one, one person. Um, you know, so hopefully those guys will continue to get better and you'll, you'll see it um, hopefully midway through, you know, the next couple games um, as, as we're moving forward. So um, last year I felt like with Jariel, man, you, you never knew. He, we, like I know against Brentwood, he busted, I think it was a 98, 99-yard touchdown, and he could score any second. And then boom, our defense was back on the field, you know. So um, at times I wouldn't say it hurt us, but it but it did, yeah. you know. Our defense off the field, you know, we get a stop, then boom, he scores, boom, we're right back on the field. And I feel like our defense never had time to recuperate or even discuss with the defensive coach before they had to run back on the field. Um, but it's it, it's a, I guess it was a good problem to have. You know, he's he's doing well at Austin Peay. Give him a little shout out. They got a game uh, this week, um, so we're excited for him. You know, he's third or fourth on depth chart, chart at running back, playing some special teams. So uh, we're proud of him. Miss him, but you know, we know Desmond's going to fill his shoes. You know, one thing I, I think is really neat about your program, I, you know, I follow you guys on Twitter, and, and, and that relationship doesn't end. No, it doesn't. You guys do a great job yeah. of that. And I know, you know, we've talked about this before, uh, Slayton Wild, yeah. who played for you at Forest. Yeah. I talked to Slayton about it and talked to Coach Wild about yeah. it too. And he, that, was, that really meant a lot to yeah. him that – it doesn't end for no, you. No, uh, I still, still stay in contact. When I got to Centennial, you know, Slayton's at Walford for a couple of years. He came and worked out, and we six o'clock workouts. He came two or three times, worked out with the kids, talked to, talked to them. So it's it's just a bond that you have with with your guys that lasts forever. You know, it, it never ends. And so, um, Jar, I'm not excuse me, not uh, Spears, Jacob Spears, and we got two young men that are playing at Birmingham Southern. So I believe it's. September, it's like the third weekend of September. They're playing at, Jacob plays at Rhodes, they play at Birmingham, so they're playing in Memphis. So me and a couple of coaches, are, are, we're going to head down there and, and watch them. It's going to be neat to see them face off. That's not surprising, Coach. Let me ask you this about your offense, talking about offense a little bit. What, what, what's ideally the run pass, the distribution, so uh, to speak? I'd say around 60-40. Um, you know, I'd say Coach. Coach Glover would love a little bit higher, maybe 70, 30. Um, he's a he's a what you call air raid guy. Um, so he's he's past what his philosophy is. Is he a mummy guy? Yes, he he loves all those all those guys. He's See, so you're surprised guys. I knew how mummy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kentucky so, guy, man. Yeah. So um, he, Mike Leach. Yes, he's a he's a huge Mike Mike Leach fan. Anytime I go in his classroom during his planning period or study hall class, he's either watching videos of of, of those guys. Um, so he's actually got me, you know, I came from a philosophy when I was at Oakland, man. We were just going grind it, grind it, grind it. We made throw, 2008, we won a state championship game. I think we threw the ball twice. So I love Coach Glover, I love his philosophy, but it, it was just a total turn for me when, when I, because when I hired him as, as offensive coordinator. Um, and you knew that, obviously. Yeah, I knew, knew it going in, and but because I, you know, he can't get, brought him in as a, as a QB guy and knew, knew what he liked, and I always thought it was very interesting. And, and with our style and with the kids we had, whenever he took over the offense, it, it's perfect. And I st it still does good. I just think we're young. We're not, no one say as athletic, but we're, you know, we had some key guys in, in those spots. And if these young guys will figure it out, I, I think we'll be just as successful as we have been in the, in the past. Um, but, you know, he's, he's always studying the game. Um, 
he, he's been around. He's a West Tennessee guy. I'm a West Tennessee guy. So we've had a connection. Um, he actually uh, coached against uh, my dad, my dad, for, former coach of Henry County, when he was at, at some of the Jackson schools. So it was a little connection there. And so, um, you know, we always pick at each other, look up West Tennessee scores uh, on Friday nights and, and, and still pick at each other. So it's, it's fun. He was at Humboldt when my dad was at Henry County. So it was, it was neat. Um, once I hired him on, him telling me some stories that I knew when my dad was coaching. So that's that's great little connection. What and I'm sure with that offense too. And you know, I, I think I don't think this is totally underrated, but uh, obviously as a as a high school coach, especially we we're gonna have to coach who shows up. Yeah, we can't go get our own players mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff. But I'm sure the kids really enjoy playing that style. They do, you know, and it's it's is fun. that important? You it, think? it is. It is, you know, and and again. Um, Guess running it 40, 50 times games, you know, may have kids think about going other places, but it's keeping them involved, keeping them having fun. It's it's a, you know, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. So so having fun during throughout the year. So you want you want to keep their attention, and you know, in practice this week, uh, our Wednesday practice, you know, it, we were throwing around. You know, we dropped the ball one time, and so. You know, just you could tell the kids were having fun and enjoying it, and it just wasn't one one person. Um, so, it, it does it does have an effect on them. Talk about your defense, obviously led by Alex Steele, Zay Pickens, Forrest Dingler. Talk talk about what what we can expect to see from your defense, yeah. not only this week and tonight tonight's game, but also the rest of the year. Um, you know, our, we're a three four. Um, that's that you know, and so this year um, studying our previous last year. We're going to, I guess, you know, we base out of a 3-4, but we're going to, I'd say, move more, stunt more, bring more guys just because of our size. We feel like if we can create some pressure, get the offense behind the chains, um, it will help us out. Obviously, it didn't help us out on, on, on Friday, but moving forward, um, correcting some things with, with, with film. Um, you know, Zay, he played, he's played uh, first two years, played uh, safety force. This year we bumped him down the outside linebacker spot. Um, we feel like he can have, have a, play a huge role for us. Um, Alex Steele, you look at him, he's unbelievable size, unbelievable potential. He's played inside for us, played outside for us last Friday. So you'll see him bounce around from inside to outside. Forrest Dingle is a young man we got from uh, 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 he tra a transfer student. He has brought, man, he is senior. Senior. See this young man flying the football there. <laughs> you like it when you have to tell a guy, well, you need to slow down in practice, you know. Um, but you see him flying around, he's he's, uh, he's going to give it 110% at all times. So he's been a huge pickup for us this offseason. Um, you know, our secondary, a lot of those guys are new. Kevin started last year at, at corner. Our other corner, Leo, uh, first year he's a senior, but his first year started for him. Um, so it was it was tough again. You know, even though he's a senior, but you get thrown in the fire against Ravenwood, that's, that's tough. So maybe playing two non-region games may help him out to prepare him for that Ravenwood. But, again, it is what it is. Our safety, we started a uh, junior, um, and then two juniors. Tremaine, Tucker Tremaine played quite a bit last year. Um, Gage Ware, you can tell, great kid, works hard, but you can tell, you can tell, first play of the game, his eyes were, were, were this big. So, um, <laughs> you know. Um, Are there some key stats for you defensively that you look at after a game and go, or before, if we do, if we can accomplish these two or three, and it's probably Turnovers. Turnovers we, the biggie we, you talk about? If we can get – You don't have a turnover chain over there, do you? Do you guys do that? No. Well, they're trying to do a turnover belt, but, you know, I'm not <laughs> – Hey, I'm Nick Saban, you know, you think about Nick Saban, he's very conservative, yeah. right? But they've got something yeah. like that, don't they? I believe so. Is I this do. like this new thing that's happening? Yes. 
Everybody wants to do it. And you're old school going, I don't know about this. Uh, you know, I was my my high school head coach was was Donnie Webb, and I think he's a little <laughs> old school, so I, I think I, I think I get that from him. Hey, listen, we're trying still trying to get logos on helmets over yeah. in Franklin. I don't think we're going to see any turnover change, do you? I don't. I, I wish we had more time because I could talk for another 45 minutes about <laughs> Coach Webb and some of the things he did when I was in high school. Hey, by the way, we'll have that chance. I believe I believe you guys are back in here together at some point. Uh, let's do it. Let's 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 do tell old stories. <laughs> that'll, that'll be the whole conversation that yeah. week. All right, let's talk about the game this week. Smyrna coming off a 42 loss. It was their home opener uh, versus East Nashville. They were seven and four last year. Mm -hmm. Five and one in region play, but to me, this stat really confirms what you talked about earlier. They had a first round home game mm -hmm. last year against Independence, and Independence beats them 33-14. Yes. Uh, what do you expect to see from Smyrna? Smyrna's going this run week? The, they're going to run the football. Um, and how does that set up for you defensively? Is that well, a strength for you versus the team that throws it, or they're not? Uh, they're not going to throw it, throw, throw it around like Ravenwood did last week. I think that helps us. Um, my concern is, is our size. They're, they're big up front, um, both sides of the ball. Um, so, so if we're, if we're able, they got a big running back. Um, they also got a kid playing H-back tight end, Dallas Walker, I believe, is committed to Texas A&M. Um, so he's, he's an unbelievable kid, plays, and also plays on uh, defensive line. If we're able to slow them down, um, force them to punt, um, you know, keep our offense on the field. Keep, you know, our biggest thing we're going to keep their offense on the field. If they're off, if they're if they're winning the time of possession, if they're grinding it out, um, they're going to run the ball. Their percentage, they're going to run the ball first, second, third down. They're only going to throw it when they have to. So, so if we can put them in in situations where they have to throw the ball, it's going to be success for us. Um, and again, our offense, you know, if we can just don't turn the football over, um, and you know, and and you know, win win the turnover game, win the turnover battle. Um, and I believe even when special teams, you know, I, I, hopefully I think special teams may be a plus, plus four this week. If we can have one or two big plays on special teams, one offense or defense, I think we'll come out with the victory on Friday night. Talk about the importance of this game, not only, you know, get, trying to get in the win column here in game two, but it being a home opener. I'm sure there's a lot of excitement at yes, the school this there, week. There has been. Although last week I'm sure there was a lot too, but it's a road game. This is different. Mm -hmm. First home game. Talk about that. Uh, being important to your team, it, it's going to be a huge one because there's going to be a great crowd. Um, you know, I'm assuming rather Smyrna, Rutherford County team, they're going they're going to be a they're going to bring a great fan base. So it's huge for us to get a home home opener win. Um, you know, not only to get up Bill's confidence for next week, but before home fans. You know, it's what they deserve it. Um, kids kids deserve it. They've worked hard all summer. Worked worked hard leading up to this week. So um, it, it'll be huge. I, Again, for our confidence. You know, we need this for our confidence and, and our community. Coach, I'm predicting a centennial win. I appreciate that. Hopefully we can pull that out for you. <laughs> Good luck, Coach. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week. Thank you.